All right, welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast. We have the regular brothers in arms. We have Connor, we have Avery. How are we doing, boys? Good. We're good. Doing good. Doing, doing good. good. Doing good. And we also have another <laughs> second guest. Or we also have a special guest. Um, he is a recurring guest on the show. Um, he is one of the OGs of the I Can't Deal With This podcast, one of the original hosts. Um, he is a loud and bombastic personality. He is our resident NFL expert and so bombastic. Argu- bombast- oh. Mr. Fantastic. B O M B A S T I C. Bombastic. Man, Final know. answer. You're right or not. Um, but Sorry. our resident NFL expert, the only Saints fan that I know, the biggest Saints fan I know, Mr. Adam July. How we doing, man? Woo. Yeah. Woo. You, you you didn't respond to how Sorry. you were doing. Oh man, I'm doing okay, man. I'm doing okay, man. Just you know, just. <laughs> Doing okay, man. I'm doing okay, man. You know, you know, yeah, life is good. I'm doing, I'm doing okay, man. Life's good, man. You know, man, just working. Um, working. Um, the Saints got a dub this week against the Jets. Um, combined six field goals between the two teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brett Maher picked up off the couch. Picked up off the couch. Brett Mayer. Maher. Maher. He's your kicker. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, 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 man. We can, we can, we can kind of go. Taysom Hill in my uh. We have a league that has quarterbacks as flicks, and Taysom was my flicks. So, so I have three fantasy teams that I've completely abandoned. Yeah, I saw Adam is literally the worst at fantasy. You lost your money. I've actually. Wow, oh, was that for money? The yeah. Shady Shadows was for $10. Mm. About or, 15 I said you 15 I'll look at it. It was 15 I'm not entirely sure. Thank it could Avery. be 15 So give me my motherfucking five uh, back. No, then. I'll get. I'll get. No, it's 15. I'm right. So, so stat of the day. How many field goals in a game was kicked by one kicker? Seven. So, what's the the league record Not counting for field points. goals in a game by one kicker? I think like you six got seven. Ago, no, actually, I'll take it I back. Think I think like six one. years ago, uh, Justin uh, – not Justin Fields, Justin Tucker, he kicked five in like – the Ravens won like 15, 14 or yeah. something like that. I am Boswell Would you like five. to know the I, year no. and the person? I know Chris Boswell kicked like five to beat the Chiefs in the 11. playoffs. Okay, we're going 11, 11. I'm going Whoa. five. Five? Yeah, I'm going either five or six. We have in 2007, Rob Brunoris uh, made history for the Titans as he successfully kicked eight field goals against the Houston Texans, leading them to a 38-36 to victory. I just remember there was, like, the second highest scoring in NFL history. It was, like, the two kickers kicked for a combined, like, 12 kicks or something like that. I wonder what it is, like, he between scored 24 two. points. Dude. Avery, did you get your calculator out for that? I'm slow. <laughs> you did not have to get your calculator out for that. I'm slow. College oh, dropout man. Here. College dropout. So, let me ask you this. So, I you Adam. College, bro. Yeah, you are. Yeah, what are you studying again? He's he studying adult film. <laughs> I almost go my milkshake everywhere. That's how I knew Abella Danger be was cam- at that baseball game. He wants to be a cameraman, game. and he goes to he goes to class every day with a poncho yeah, I'm, a- <laughs> I'm a photographer. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm a photographer. Heard, heard. So, let me ask you this. <laughs> 
I cannot. No, I don't know how to transition from that. But Adam, as a big Saints fan, mm-hmm. next year, as you look towards the future to the Saints, yeah, yeah, yeah you definitely. keep with J- Jameis. Do you go with Taysom? Do you try to find somebody in the draft, or do you try to win one of the Deshaun, A. Rod, Russell Wilson sweepstakes? So I think Sean Payton, uh, just based on like how he, the mentality he had this year, instead of like tanking. And he's like actually trying to make the playoffs and stuff still. I think he's going to go full balls to the wall and get one of these top tier quarterbacks. I think he could get Russ. I think Russ is a good I think spot. Russ could, I think we could pick Russ. I think Russ is the happy medium because everyone wants Deshaun because he's young and everybody wants Aaron Rodgers because he's a Hall of Famer. But Russ is a 32 year old Hall of Famer. He still probably has another yep. eight more years probably playing at a high elite level. Um, we'll take Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> in my dreams, uh, but no, he, I mean, you know, he can he can move and stuff. We have our tackles and stuff back. That'd be great. Of course, everyone wants Deshaun because Deshaun's probably going to play for another fifteen years. Well, let me ask you this: so, talking about Deshaun, what do we think that the future is going to hold for him? Because, like, we haven't seen any many advancements in that case, yeah. and so we have no idea if he's going to be back next year. We don't like it's one of those things where like. I feel like it was such big news for such a long time, and it's been quiet, kind honestly, of, since the season started. Dwindled away. Well, the thing is, is like, the thing is, is, and I hate bringing up like past stuff and things, but like Antonio Brown's rape case, um, that was like, like six or seven months. Yeah. Like they were settling and going over and things like that. And that's one and instead that of one. twenty. So yeah, you got twenty-two cases. You gotta. Everything has to be, you know, done detailed. You want the women to be feel like they're treated right, and like you're going through every detail and every situation. So it's gonna take a minute, man. Like, um, it's gonna take a minute. Uh, you know, I don't know what the deal is with the NFL because the NFL doesn't have jurisdiction to punish people for criminal crimes. <laughs> like they don't. Like. They just don't. They just do it so people will shut up. Exactly. They do it to keep the, you know, they do it so, like, women's rights still watch football and all that stuff. So it was like. To be fair, if the NFL cared, like, Kareem Hunt, Tyreek Hill, and Adrian Peterson wouldn't be, be playing not in anymore. the league anymore. Because Tyreek, Tyreek Hill, like, his, broke that his, video. Broke that his was, kid's arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there was yeah. a video of him breaking was, the arm? No. I think, like, the girlfriend was like, like, Tariq, like, our son's scared of you. Like and he's like, like okay. relax, and he's like, "Yo, bitch, you should be scared of me too." And I'm like, "Yo, <laughs> he broke his kid's arm. He broke his three year old kid was like arm. three, yeah, bro." And Adrian saw, Peterson just left a scratch. Dog, when I saw the Ray Rice video, or yeah, the Ray Rice video, I was like, Oof, "That's so, rough." Okay, and y'all might cancel me for this, but the Ray Rice situation, oh. like. Oh. I personally and people and people were like, no, this probably happened before. He's probably knocked their ass out in the house or something like that. People didn't see. I personally believe that was a one-time thing. I think that the Tyree kill, like, I think that situation was like, probably like some, some shit like that has happened. Because I think that's why he slid in like the draft because he had a situation with her in college. So like, which I don't understand that. Like, if you have a situation, who, with a girl, who slid in the draft? You said Tyree. So, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, that's personally, like, I think Ray Rice 
that did, was a one-time thing. Did something happen with Joe Mixon in the draft? Yeah. Like something before the draft? He, he punched a girl in the face too. That's why he slid in the draft. Um, so like the NFL, aka UFC, basically, basically. Except so, you can't hit in the NFL. You can hit your wife though. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Don't touch the quarterback. But basically, I mean, but beat your I don't wife. Know. I would if I were teams, I would do this. I would reach out to the Texans. I would see what's going on, and as, as simultaneously as you're reaching out to the Texans. I would have Roger Goodell in the league on on the phone as well. Be like, okay, if we acquire him, Are you gonna what's going to happen? Him? Yeah, you're going to yeah. suspend him because, like, if you suspend him for a year, we're not going to pick him up. If you suspend him for four games, we're going to continue going on. To at least know trade. what you want to trade for exactly. or trade with. Yeah. And can we at least know the Dallas game plan so we can plan mm-hmm. for our season, mm-hmm. like if we pick him up? So, I mean, if our teams – and you have a chance to get Aaron or Russ, I'll just get Aaron or Russ. Like, yeah. I wouldn't – or, honestly, personally, you guys are going to look laugh at me about this. I think Jared Goff, I think if he's on a trade block next year and he can be surrounded by some good pieces, I think Jared Goff can lead to the playoffs still. I mean, mm. that's just me. I think that Jared Goff, to Goff me, fan. is serviceable. Um, I think he'd but be a serviceable starter, yeah. But I don't think that he could be, like, good. What if like, Jared Goff comes to Carolina? Oh my! And you just got Sam Darnold, Cam Newton, bro. All those guys Jared are better Goff, than. And you got my boy PJ Walker. Nah, nah. I think <laughs> I, think, I had a stroke. No, here no, no, no. For real, I think next year the only quarterback that'll be on the Panthers roster that's on the Panthers roster now will be PJ Walker. Yeah. I think Sam Darnold's not going to be there anymore. And I don't think Cam's going to be there anymore either. They're going to trade him, cut him. He's not going to get resigned. Yeah, I think it was only one year. Who's Sam? No. Cam. Oh, I knew Cam. Cam was, yeah. And I think Sam was a fifth-year option. Yes. Yes. Did, did they pick up his option? I think that was – I oh, think okay. this is the fifth-year option. So, he's a free option. agent, too. So, yeah. I think it could be – It was the you, same – I'm no, sorry. I'm sorry. On his rookie court. He's on his rookie contract still. I think that you cut it with Sam. You keep Cam and keep PJ. And I think you – Say, all right, Cam, you'll be the starter. PJ's the backup because you don't sign Cam for like the one season and like get the fans all excited and then go like, all right, cut. Because you know you got to like, you got to, he's the culture right now. Like he brought the culture back to the team. Yeah. You you can't cut that again right now. Yeah. So I think depending on the first round draft pick, it determines what happens. Like, let's say the Panthers get like a middling pick, like 10th, because they win like maybe another two games or something. You don't get a quarterback. You ride out Cam with PJ and just do your best to like build a culture and then get a quarterback and then go like, okay, let's have a proper send off. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that Rule will be on the hot seat next year because I think the big tell was next year. Teddy didn't have a damn seat next year. He's gonna get fired right now. So like Teddy was, I was never like, <laughs> I was never the biggest like, I want Teddy fired. But I think like him showing up to Denver and playing really well just proved that like it wasn't his fault. the The scheme was wrong. Like mm-hmm. something was wrong. Like I think maybe maybe you could say that Joe Brady was the issue that he was trying to do all these crazy college packages, and that like the NFL was like you're you're playing too much cute stuff. And yes, I will say that CMC being hurt for the second year in a row definitely isn't helping. Because that's like a that's the best safety valve in the league when he's healthy. Like I can't think of there's maybe three other running backs that I would go like if fully healthy, 
he runs out right to, re- to be a receiver. You got Alvin Kamara. You got CMC and maybe Najee Dalvin. here. No, Dalvin Cook. Yeah, Dalvin Cook, sure. But. Najee, Dalvin, Amar, Kamara, and CMC. You're talking about quarterback. You're talking about running back that can play wide receiver? Yeah, like a running back where it's like you line up against them and you go like, Derrick Henry's going to run through you. He might catch a few catches. Yeah. But you don't know don't what seems. I don't want Derrick Henry big ass in the slot either. <laughs> yeah. Derrick, I mean, no. Derrick Henry <laughs> does the little out route. The corner, the, the, the cornerback in the back is like, "Oh God, no! I don't want to tackle this man." What would but, you do if you had to tackle Derrick Henry? I would. Cry, I mean, I think I think the only thing I would do is. <laughs> I think. My big ass would fucking jump on his bag, hope he fucking topples over. What, I think what I would do is just pray to God that I'd manage to, like, grab a leg and hold on to it for dear life as this man literally drags me down the field. Because the two, there's two things I don't, I don't want. Don't tie shoes There's, there's two it. things I don't want being caught on live television if I'm tackling Stiff someone. arm. One, I, want, I do not want to be stiff-armed like Josh Norman or... Or who was that? Um, the Ravens returned around. Who was like this man's a blocker? Now. Oh, uh, Earl, Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas. Yeah, like, don't he, stiff- he, he turned him into a blocker. Yeah, he, he pushed him twice. He's like Earl Thomas became a blocker. That's actually a good question. What is probably the most embarrassing thing? Like your your stiff arm that you just talked about. Is that worse than being crossed up and like falling in NBA? Um, no, I, no. I think they're no. equal. Is, cro- is crossed up the worst? No. Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, oh, posterized Josh Norman up <laughs> and kind of put him in the ground. Oh like, yeah, yeah. No, nah, I could. No, I don't. I, I, I kind of want to talk about the Panthers still because I'm sorry. I've been watching, listening to a lot of like, what's the fucking like ESPN like in Carolina, and they, they all they fucking do is talk about the Panthers. I think that like y'all are in an interesting spot. Y'all are in an interesting spot. Because you're there. I have pain. <laughs> you have, have like a couple pieces missing. And Cam Newton reminds me a lot of like so like maybe like a few years ago. The whatever year they were the number though, they were a number two seed, the Niners. Alex Marshawn Smith. Lynch came back to the Seahawks for like the last seven weeks or something like that. Yeah. And like everyone was all excited and stuff, blah 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 blah. And like like there was a game where the Seahawks could have won that game, and they gave the ball to, like, Marshawn Lynch on, like, third and goal and fourth and goal, and they got stopped. Then they came back down, threw the ball a little Disley, and Will Disley fumbles on the one, and, like, the Niners win or whatever. But, like, I understand, like, okay, that's Marshawn Lynch. That's a, that's a Seahawks legend and stuff. But, like, like you can't think emotionally. Like, you got to think logically. Logically, I'm sorry. Cam Newton's is not a good quarterback. He's not been playing well. I'm, I'm going like, to I'm going to say that the culture wasn't there for the Panthers because you can definitely tell that when he came back for the Arizona Cardinals game, he's on the sideline yelling at the team. I think that matters, and I think that it's hard to quantify, like, spirit. Like, Mm -hmm. for example, like, yeah, like, I'm sure, like, when you hear, like, Tom Brady texting his teammates every day, like, they're going to win the Super Bowl and, like, bringing in, like, the culture because we're going to talk about Urban Meyer's culture that's in the garbage which is on fire that got launched into the sun that also exploded so i think that you keep cam for another year because the fan base is on that point where it's like they needed something they needed something a spark and they and they tore the cardinals apart now maybe that's just like 
we beat the Cardinals every time. Like that's just a, which is weird. But and they're also down like all their key players. But yeah. I think like at a certain point is Brady's still going to dominate with the Bucks. The Saints are in a weird mode. The Falcons are the, the they're the terrible birds. But they won a couple straight. Yeah. I know that's what I'm saying. They won like, like the, four straight. The Falcons confused me. I think so, they're number two in the, the South right now. I think that like right now is I really wish that the Panthers went into a full rebuild mode instead of this partial because a partial rebuild I think is much tougher than a full rebuild. Yes. And I think that I know. My my only opinion is yeah, you have a foundation, but if the foundation is rotten right now, trying to stack on top of that could cause everything to collapse and spiral and make an even more aggressive full rebuild later. Yeah, but I like I think, that logic, but I think if you're going to do a full rebuild, you got to got to go. Yeah. Everyone got to go. Cam got to go. You got to get a quarterback you in. Definitely the need to get. Yeah, you definitely need. If you're going full rebuild, Cam is definitely. Cam got to go. Got to go. Because the problem with this is this. Okay, Joe Biden. He's never going to bring somebody. From Joe Biden. Joe Brady. No, relax. Joe Biden is never going to bring anyone back. Byron. Like Barack's Bingo. administration or Trump's administration. Well, Barack or like Bill Clinton's administration. They're in the past. Like they got to go. Cam is. Like the symbol of what the Panthers used to be, and they're never going to be and 2015 it's not, Panthers yeah. again. That's why I, he can't I, be I there. I agree. I agree. But what I'm thinking that what we should do is what I think the Panthers did wrong is there needs to be a prop for Carolina fans. I think that Cam was so important. You need a proper passing of the torch. If like Cam stays next year, you're you you do your best with with Cam and PJ, and, and it's another year you burn. But you say this year we're getting a quarterback, and Cam knows it in advance. He's like, I like the Mac Jones situation yeah. where it's like Cam Newton is like, you know what? I'm retiring from football. This is the next kid. This is the next star. It's like when um, it's like when the Steelers, like any Steelers legend or Cowboys legend goes like, all right, this is the next guy behind me. And the fan base for Carolina, I think, is way more of a person-based fan base than a team-based fan yeah. base. Like a Cowboys fan is like, I love Dak Prescott to death. The next quarterback, I'll love him just as much. And but when the Panthers saw Cam leave, a lot of the Panthers fans I knew were like, this sucks, that's the heart of the team. Think, and it's a lot of player focus. Because Seattle, same way, Marsh, Marshawn Lynch and like Russell Wilson are great. But for, for the 49ers, it's like, I don't care. We got another running back in here. He's People great. Always gonna I, love the 49ers, I, I, I think right. part yeah. of it is y'all are still a fairly new franchise. Yeah, and Cam Cam was your highest point. Yeah, like but for I, like, yeah. Yeah, you guys, yeah, you guys are the – the second youngest team in the Besides, league. No, y'all Jacksonville, are, who's no, at? Y'all the third youngest team well, because Texans. Texans. the Texans, it's the Texans, Browns, and then I think the Browns came back in 2002. Yeah, and yeah, then like I that. think Browns J- went to Baltimore. And Jacksonville yeah. and the Panthers, I think, were the same. 95, like 90, yeah. 95. So like it's, one year, it's one year before yeah. I was born. Yeah. And I think that this is a good trend. It's a Panthers heavy episode, but I know you want to talk Miller, and I'll talk in a second, but this is my team. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not mad at Matt Rule per se, and I think that he came into the league. He was a college coach, and it's going to take him a minute. Like Cliff Kingsbury, for example, like he grabbed Kyler Murray, like he needs his quarterback. And I think that the problem with Matt Rule is the quarterback is what we are missing. And there's two things I would really wish the Panthers to do that I'm giving it to Miller. I need them to get a proper quarterback. I don't need – I need him to draft one. I, I, I agree with Adam that, like, you need a fresh quarterback face. Matt Rule can stay 
Phil Snow, the defensive coordinator, has been good. I want an offensive coordinator who's old as hell. Like, I need someone who's going to come in with Matt Rule and go, like, this is how the NFL is played. Would you like Randy Finkner? No. So, <laughs> I'm, I mean, like, old. I mean, like, someone who's been in the league who understands that, like, like we're going to talk about Urban Meyer. Like, Urban Meyer's like, it's like playing Alabama every week. Like, of course, these are the best people at their job. There's only, what, 32 defensive coordinators in the, in the world for the NFL. Those 32 are arguably some of the best defensive coordinators you could potentially get right now. And their job is to beat your offensive coordinator. And unless your offensive coordinator knows what he's doing, you're tanking the team. So let's see who they bring in as new offensive coordinator. But I want someone who's experienced who's going to go like, Phil Snow seems to know what he's sort of doing. So I'm not mad at Phil, but like, I think Joe Brady fell on the sword. And Matt Rule's got two years because you paid him too much money to fire him after like, the five you know he has a seven-year contract so like give him another year give him another year after that he's fired five years speaking of coaches that need to be fired urban meyer oh i want to talk about the bench too yeah, the oh, bench. i want to hear today yeah don't i got the transition don't worry about it oh, damn I, I was about to oop get it. him out fuck damn um Dang. draft matt corral draft um Kirby Pickett, if you can. I want to wait for the Alabama quarterback. <laughs> it's not Kirby. <laughs> hey, I said wait for the Alabama quarterback. Bryce Young's not going to be a good uh, pro quarterback. Mm-mm. I guarantee he's not going to be a good quarterback. I don't know. I said the same thing about Mac Jones. And Mac Jones is terrorizing the But Mac the Jones right is also six foot three. Like Bryce Young is short. Like he kind of like Murray. fragile. Kyler Murray has like Kyler Murray unbelievable has speed. Yeah. Kyler Murray arm. built like a thumb. Bryce Young's not going to be a good quarterback. I almost really? joked about spit on that. Well, Kyler, Kyler's kind of fat, dog. Kyler is kind of chubby. <laughs> yeah, dude. Kyler ru- looks like he's running from something. You remember, he was a chubby or he got built. You remember the thumb people from Spy Kids? He's like one of those things that runs around really <laughs> fast. <laughs> and you've unlocked the deep recess memory. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I actually forgot about that. Um, so here's he my thing. Hit me with whiplash. Is that like, <laughs> I think that the, the Panthers are a young team. And, like, yes, in a young team, you have a little bit of time to rebuild. But, like, if you're trying to hold on to the past. No, I don't want it, to. But if, you're like, <laughs> but if you're, like, trying to hold on to Cam and, like, just rock with Cam and PJ. We rock with Mark because Mark rocks. Rock with Mark. But if, if you're trying to rock with Cam, I think that you're wasting, like, valuable people's time in their prime. And so, like, DJ, Brian. CMC. like. DJ Moore, Brian. CMC, Brian Burns. I think Brian Burns, I don't know if y'all He's cut good. him a check, but I think that next year might be his last year. Um, I, I don't know what check. Next year's his third year, right? Yeah, because he was drafted two years no, ago. He was is, drafted with Nick Bosa. That's all I know. This is this is his third year, so oh, okay. next year would be his fourth year, Unless you pick which up would be fifth. his last. But he might have – do only quarterbacks have the fifth-year option? I don't know. But – uh, like Rookies there's do. you got a good team and like don't get me wrong like I see Horn I, I think I've was talk- gonna be good but he's injured. I've talked about on the show numerous times that like I don't think that Trey Lance needs to be thrust into the spotlight too early, but I think you need somebody like a Kenny Pickett, like a Matt Corral, who can come in, start right away, and try to make a difference. Now it might take him a year or two years, but he can be that center folk. That, that centerfold to a young core that I think the Panthers have. So, talking about young cores, um, Urban Meyer is a piece of shit. James um, Robinson getting six carries is criminal. Facts. That was my transition. 
Erdmeyer's a piece of shit. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things where, like, I don't understand. I honestly think that, like, Urban Meyer arguably is – I said this before the show, but I think that Urban Meyer – is arguably worse than John Gruden. Um, that might be a hot take, but uh, I, I think know. that like, Did you like those Urban Meyer is so like out of touch, and like some of his tactics work for college of like scalding position coaches so they can in turn scald their players. Players. But it's like, bro, like number one, I don't think that scalding in a professional sense is very effective. Like if you have the reputation of a Bill Belichick, maybe that's one thing. But if you're scalding players who are professionals who get paid for this, like I don't think that they're going to respond well to you, and I don't think that they have. And Bill where, Belichick doesn't scald. He just tells you how it is. Tell yeah. how it is, and if you ain't going to do it like that, then your ass going to be on the I, bench. Yeah, like Josh Lambeau, like – he got, like my man Urban Meyer goes out to Josh Lambeau at a practice facility and says, "Make your fucking kicks," and then kicks him in the leg. Like you can't do that. I think they also need to remember uh, these are professionals. Like I think one of the problems is Urban Meyer is someone said it great. It goes like coaches matter up until about college because yes, coaches matter in professional, but you're in high school middle school even, playing high school football. You don't know what you're doing. Your coach is the smartest person on the field. He knows what he's doing. He's building you up. High school, you're a little bit better. That coach is still A1. He knows what he's doing. You go to college, you go to like Alabama or one of the best colleges, you're amongst the best fish in the biggest ocean, and you're you're trying to make it. Your coach still matters because he's the one who's going to get you to the NFL. Once you get to the NFL, you've been playing football for like 18 to 20 years of your life, if not more. They're putting these kids out here too, except like that thing, the Instagram video we showed me this 600 pound eight year old. And then you come to professional, and if Urban Meyer's like going to kick me in the leg, dude, I've seen football players in real life. They would murder Urban yeah, Meyer if they yeah. kicked him. The worst person to kick well, is probably the kicker because the kicker could probably kick you with enough force to like shatter every bone in dude, your body. There's so many things he's done and like this didn't is didn't fly back with the team yeah, after a loss. Went to a chop house and a video of him fingering a chick. Well, look okay, at this over is the thing. pants. This is my thing. This is my thing. Okay, this is my thing. It wasn't a slick all at right, all. All right, let's just let's let's just stop here. We're talking about the same man that was the leader of a team where we have a murderer, Tim Tebow, my, the the Pouncy twins, fucking going to jail, fucking Riley Cooper races ass, like Riley Cooper was on that team. Yes, they need. Yeah, a, I need a thirty for thirty. And you know who was it was centered on? Tim Tebow, no, Bible Cam thumping. Ass. He was the backup, so wasn't he? Is this. this is my thing. Cam was Urban there. Meyer shows he could he can't control his team. And not only that, just real quickly because I remembered some too. Um, not only. All those players, but also, like, it's very well known that he, like, was contempt with, like, making sure that nobody knew that one of his defensive coordinators was, like, was abusing his uh, his wife. I was going to get to that. Like, he doesn't doesn't have control. He never has control of his team. There's always some shit going on with his team. Like, even the players he coached at um, Ohio State, lo and behold, nope, nope. I mean, it could be a Cowboy thing. Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, former player uh, of Urban Meyer is pulling p- pulling chicks' boobs out of the fucking bras and shit. Like Urban Meyer's not—he's a great—he's probably a great coach, 
But like, probably he's one not, of the best college coaches. You could argue. He's not a good leader. He's yeah. not. He's not a good leader. So, he's not a good man. Almost like. So, also, can we talk about? I think the biggest tragedy of this, bro. You were given one of the greatest potential quarterbacks. I don't know about that. Of one. his. Okay, listen. His scouting report. Dude, the dude lost. I think a total of three games in his college and high he school had five career. Star recruits around him. I don't care. That's still and impressive was, as they, hell. He was steamrolling through the ACC. What do you mean? Yes, but it's still one of those things where it's like everyone's like Trevor Lawrence is it, and then when he himself is like, why are we not starting James Robinson, like one of our best players? And he's just like, you know what? I'm not. I'm not paying attention, and well, he's blaming everyone around him. I told you, there's 32 offensive and 32 defensive coordinators in this league, dude. These Edward, people are all experts. On on Sunday, someone asked him about if they saw any improvement with his player, and he's like, oh, I haven't looked at the numbers yet. And that guy didn't play a snap on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, dude, no, no. The, uh, I don't, so, apparently, the guy was talking about this guy's snap numbers, and the guy's like, no, this dude's playing more. Like, he's getting more snaps. Yeah, and he, and he had play. zero snaps. Yeah. I... What everybody said about Jim Harbaugh when it was like 2013, 2014, and everybody was like, "Yeah, yeah I oh, thought that motherfucker was a, yeah, a little like, menace." Yeah, you like thought everybody he was, was like, "Oh, this dude is like this dude is a menace." Like this dude, like what he's doing is only good for college coaches. Like, or what that only translates well to college. Like that is Urban Meyer, and like I, I understand that like, argue Urban works. Meyer is arguably one of the arguably. One of the best college coaches we've ever seen, but he is not in in the NFL. Yeah. Um, and so, so let, let's kind of transition a little bit. Um, question for you. So, well, this I, is I have a quick question. I'm sorry, I have a quick question. Fire him. <sighs> Matt Rule is. I'm sorry. Whatever you, you can say, whatever. Matt Rule. He's not transitioning well to the to the league pros. Ermeyer is not transitioning to the pros. Does will this kind of like? I think that shot teams from getting college quarterbacks. No, I Call, think college, college co- coaches. I I don't think so, and here's why: Matt Rule isn't transitioning well to the college world. Um, yes, I'll I'll agree with that. But at least he's not like Urban Meyer. I think it's one of those things where they're going to look more and more at personality. I think from college coaches because Nick Saban. You, would you can Nick Saban didn't transfer well, but you still have college coach Cliff Kingsbury coming in. I think that you he are going to transfer well. Yeah, but he's still doing all right Don't, right he's, now. He's doing all right now because he has a great defensive coordinator and Wilkes. Uh, I'm not in uh, Vance Joseph. And Pete Carroll. now, huh? Pete Carroll, come from USC. Yeah. Okay. How long did now that him now that win? was now, now long, that was a while ago? You got to think about how long it him to win. And look. I'm sorry. Matt Rule is not a good leader. He's not. He's not charismatic. He's not a good leader at all. That's why everything was dead before Cam came because Cam is a leader. Uh, Urban Meyer's not a good leader. Matt Rule is not a good leader because you don't have to really be leaders when you're on a college team because people are going to listen to you no matter what because you're a college coach. You all right? Yeah, I'm okay. I don't know. I think it's hard to like pinpoint a reason why somebody is good or why somebody's bad. And I understand that like – College definitely does not translate 
the same way to the NFL, but I think there's still exemptions to that. Um, but I think that, like, you look at Adam Gase. Like, Adam Gase is arguably one of the worst coaches that I can think of in modern memory, and the reason why he got the job was because Peyton Manning said he was good. Nothing else but just Peyton Manning said he was good. Okay, let me ask you a question, though, Jacob. We're talking about an offensive coordinator in the NFL. He's been in the NFL. He know, he's been around professionals before. And now we're talking about a college coach that he's been around 19-year-olds, 20-year-olds, and stuff like that. Who are you going to pick to lead your team? I'm one of, I want to pick an NFL coach. I'm not going to pick a No, I understand coach. that, but I would I w- go I would go 70-30. I think if you were I think what what's happening with Carolina and what's happening with the Jacksonville Jaguars is you both have young franchises who are still trying to find like the guy and I think that how long? I mean, Seattle. Yeah, they went with Pete Carroll because Pete Carroll. It U. took Pete Carroll a long time to win. I'm just saying. Yeah, he, he didn't just he go had, and win. Yeah, the problem is he needed Russ. Pete Carroll without Russ is awful. Yeah, but Pete Carroll with Russ is great. And I think that that's one of my things. Where it's like, who was Nick Saban's quarterback with the Dolphins when he was there? Not Dan Marino. <laughs> yeah, Chad Pennington. Uh, yeah, it was Pennington. But yeah, uh, like be. that's what I'm saying. Like who was who? Urban Meyer's first quarterback. Trevor Lawrence, young. So I think that, like, it, I think for the coach to step in, you need, like, the right pieces to land for a college coach. But even then, look at all the coaches who are NFL greats who are god-awful after three years they're fired. It, it isn't – it's just college coaches, I think, are a lot more scrutinized because you went outside the box. For example, like, dude. All right, but what does – what does a cool your quarterback have to do with your leadership skills? I don't know, but let's, let's – Not at all. Nothing can, at all. We, we can keep going, but you know what we can't talk about? MVPs. We are talking about the NFL. Adam, you're the NFL expert we have. We've already talked about mine. I think Jonathan Taylor is my MVP, and I know that it's probably not going to get to him because you're probably going to see, like, Kyler. You might see Tom. You might see, I don't know, even Aaron Rodgers, I heard, getting back in the equation. But I think when it comes down to it, and I know that everybody's talking about, like, he, Jonathan Taylor's only in the MVP conversation because Derrick Henry's not in it right now, or he's not playing, but Jonathan Taylor, my MVP, he's heads and bounds above the rest of the competition, still number one in the league after missing last week, so I think now it was because of a bye, but um, I, I think Jonathan Taylor's my MVP, but I, w- I want to hear I your assist. I think that Derrick Henry should be the MVP because he hasn't played in almost six weeks, and he's, he's still, still like number five. five. No. Say, no, no. I think the MVP. I think the MVP should be Aaron, and I think he won. I and Aaron I think Jones. Won, I, no, no, Aaron Rogers, I'm not playing. I'm, <laughs> boy, I'm I think sorry. he won it. Did y'all see that play? That kind of like up and out with the uh, uh, Devonte Adams. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good route. Whatever. The throw was amazing. And I'm like, yo, Aaron Rodgers is like amazing. I know people were like, oh, Chris Collinsworth is nutting over him, but like, bro. I was nothing too, bro. When I see, like when I saw that man throw the ball, hey, like Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry, hey, yo. <laughs> yo. I know it's kind of sus, but yo, Aaron Rodgers, the way he throws the ball, he was doing it on a like a broken pinky toe. He's gonna look good in black and gold next year. He would look good in Dog, black and gold. I, like I want that. y'all to know, and this has nothing to do with anything other than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers got the biggest ass head I've ever seen in a helmet in my life. My boy looks like. Like, my man was blowing up a balloon for too long. Or, like, 
he was he was like blowing on his thumb and it just started blowing up. I like Aaron Rodgers. I, I think Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers, boy, if Aaron Rodgers came to Aaron Rodgers, where do you rank him on top top quarterbacks of all time? Is he top five? Eleven. Eleven. So who is your who uh, is your top? I'll put him a little higher. I'm going that he's top that's a, seven. That's a long. That's a long. That's a long topic. Let's not talk about top quarterbacks right now. But I think if I had to put place him, really, I'm, I'm going number go, seven. I'm going six or seven. Yeah. Right, yeah. Who's your top three? Drew, Tom, uh, Payton, uh, Andrew, Breeze. Andrew Brees. <laughs> I thought he was going to say Andrew Luck, and I was like, wait a minute. Wait a Andrew minute. Luck coming out of retirement. Andrew Luck was a dog. He was a dog. Took too many hits, though. He yep. quit as soon as I got along the line. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, the Chiefs and the, the, the uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs wouldn't even be a thing if Andrew Luck had this offensive line, that defense, oh, and that running for game. for real. He, they wouldn't be a thing. I'm just letting y'all know. Now, Andrew Luck went from ha- them having like oh, and I think they went one in 15 to next year making the playoffs, and then they won made the playoffs like for the next like three or four years straight. And I will never forget when uh, it was Luck. a fantasy draft, and one person says, I will trade you Dalvin Cook for Andrew Luck, and he said, Nope. And one week later, Andrew Luck retired. Dang. And he, he was just like, <laughs> and you just see like the look of like watch people die inside, where like we were all hanging out, and it was like. Andrew Luck retired, and he just this silence. I do want to hear your top three quarterbacks, though. My top three quarterbacks, I would probably have to say, um, my top three quarterbacks, like, no particular order. No, I want an order. I want them in order. Right now. I said no particular order. No, I'm not accepting (laughs) it. It's top three. Uh, Tom, like Tom, you got to put him up there. Just because I learned something. So I've always been like, what super what superpower does Tom have? He's not he doesn't have a strong arm. He's not very he hasn't been the most accurate thing like that. Tom's just consistent. Yeah, that's his superpower. He's consistent. Yeah. He's gonna be consistently the top guy. Like Dang. his whole career, he was consistently a top five quarterback. He was, he was never athletic. It was always his brain and then his yeah. consistency. But see, he's not even the smartest quarterback. Do you think Peyton was the smartest quarterback? I feel like yeah. I agree so with that. So, I don't know. You, you you got real low real fast. So, you said Tom, okay, Drew. Think, okay. You got to put Drew up there. I think top, top. top three. I don't, Drew's not in my top three. I don't think Drew would. Really? Be. No, because Drew didn't win win a Super Bowl. Like, I think you have other quarterbacks. He who, won a Super Bowl. He, won a, he won a Super Bowl. He didn't win the Super Bowls like Joe Montana and stuff like that. I think that the splotch in his legacy, even though I, I know Adam will say this, but I he had five – I think it was like five five thousand yard seasons or something like that, and never got a MVP. And mm-hmm. even though I think that he definitely should have got the MVP, like I think that that's going to be always a splotch in his resume. Yeah. Um, even though I think that it's bullcrap oh, that he got too. it Drew or just, never got Drew it. Drew just like Drew, and I'm kind of like this with with Ben. I'm kind of like this with um, like Philip and Eli. Like they just played in the greatest greatest generation yeah. of quarterbacks. Yeah, like. Like, I'm sorry. Like, there's like 11, 12 quarterbacks that we watched as a ki- as kids. Growing up, yeah. They were like, if, if like Joe Montana, uh, Dan Marino, they would all be like top five quarterbacks. But like, they were just all in like a generation of like great quarterbacks, and you can't all be yeah, good. Tom, 
Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, Big Ben, Philip, Eli, Drew, Payton, Payton, Payton. Uh, I can't think of anyone I, else. I, I, Russell, Russell got in there. Russell, Russell, you, might, you Russell might do have late. to say Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell, Russell Wilson. Well, he was kind of late though. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he beat Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl. I personally, the AFC you guys was, are not gonna like this. I personally, I think Carson Palmer was a great quarterback. You know who else needs to be in there? The elite quarterback, Joe Flacco. Fuck. No, no. <laughs> you mean no, offensive? No, passing I'm not even hating. He just had like two really immaculate playoff no, I runs. Know. Yeah. I know. And like, um, but like, yeah, those teams. I think Matt Ryan. I think Matt Ryan is kind of up there. Like he, I don't know. I think the, fringe. I put. Oh no! I think OBJ or. We're gonna talk about OBJ in a second. Uh, I, he was open mind. Uh, I think Matt Ryan. I think is like somewhat. I mean, it's one of those things where like Tom had Gronk, Payton had Marvin Harrison, but like I think that Matt Ryan was heavily helped out with Julio and Roddy White. And like you look at this year, like yeah. and Stephen Jackson, and but I think Tony Gonzalez. Would you put Julio Jones in the top five wide for receivers? wide receivers no. of all time? Of all of all time, are you saying all time? You're not saying top. You're not saying Julio's top five. Julio all time? wasn't the top quarterback, top receiver, like in his generation. Is Antonio Brown? No shot. Antonio Brown is Anto- better than Julio. Anto- how quick they forget? Ant- no, no, no they absolutely forget. not. So Bro, AB had him in every you. stat. Shut up, ever. shut up, shut up. Even if Julio, up, Julio still has it. No, AB, no. A- AB, AB still had five years. AB five still years. has the most touchdown receptions in AB the last like eight, eight years. years. He still has the most touchdown no. receptions out of any receiver in the last eight uh, years. Right. And he didn't play Julio for as a career is better than a- Antonio no. Brown as a career. No. AB almost won MVP as a receiver. No, he did not. Yes, he not. did. He did until he got hurt. Tell he me where he finished in MVP. Tell he me where he finished. Find it. Find me stats. You remember. It was I Tom who won it that year. It was Tom, Aaron, and then AB. And then AB got hurt. And missed the Browns game, and then that was it. So that was the year the Saints. AB or Megatron? Megatron. AB. Man, Megatron. Are you? Megatron. Anybody can be six foot five. If anybody, if we're talking about skilled, then yes, I would give you that. AB is the most. This is a good debate. But Megatron, as a career, was arguably not better than Antonio Brown. Was arguably the most dominant of that generation by a long shot. I don't want to debate because I'm biased and I I don't have a okay timeout. Give me you your top five. Jerry like, Rice, number one. No, we'll have, that, that's a that's this, a. This will get heated. I, I'm gonna have to actually think about, about this. 05 down, 05 down. Okay. <laughs> Antonio Brown's the best court, best receiver. No, dude. Megatron is. 05 down. You got Megatron. So you got. Five, it starts five, and 11, stops. Six foot. Antonio Brown. Dog, I don't care how big right. he is. He's a great so route runner. One and you didn't, you didn't. I didn't ask. Is he the most skilled? I asked no. who was the best. So and Megatron so was the best. You, this. you are, you are fourth stats. quarter. You're hail marrying it to the down. We all know who's fair, that's, that's not fair though. Okay. What? Your what fourth, stat? Okay, okay. You're fourth quartering it, and you need to throw it to the sideline because you have only five seconds. All right. And who are you gonna throw it to? Okay. Uh, okay, I'm Johnson, you need uh, to throw it around. Okay, but you you need to throw it up, and you're gonna throw it to Megatron. 
Bro. Do you know why the reason why Megatron's better? I is understand, they gave him the and Megatron I will tell nickname. you that I do think that maybe you got a point with Tulio Jones, but Megatron is not negotiable. I'm not even being biased, but there was literally stat lines where AB a- was predicted to be the only receiver to catch Jerry Rice's records. Yes, and if he would if he would have stayed with Big Ben and not get hurt, okay. he probably could have done it. A- Antonio Brown's career stats: 915 receptions, 1,164 yards, 83 Hold on, touchdowns. Come on. Let's just pause right there. Calvin Johnson, fifteen receptions. How long is AB? How old is AB? Thirty-three. Nine hundred fifteen receptions. Dog, I don't. Jerry Rice was in the league for fucking twenty-two. He years. also missed two years because of being off a team and having his whole fiasco. We're, we're, and then Calvin Johnson. No, now y'all done. Open Calvin camp, Johnson man. has seven hundred thirty-one receptions, eleven thousand six hundred nineteen yards, eighty-three touchdowns. Yeah, but the problem is with Calvin Johnson is. He played with arguably one of the worst franchises. But he had a great quarterback. Who? Great quarterback. Do you think Matthew Stafford is on par with Big Ben? No, but I'm saying he put up numbers with a good quarterback. Matthew Stafford, the first, like, four years, we're talking about a rookie through the first four years of Matthew Stafford's career. With one of the worst O-line, no run game. I'm not saying Stafford's And the thing is, Calvin Johnson was, like, triple teamed, like, every play. Because who else was the Lions going to? True. I'm with Connor on this. And also, A.B. also had Le'Veon Bell in the backfield. He had all these other players you can release. You have to cover the field. With the Lions, it's, who? okay, you have to stop Calvin Johnson. Oh, wait, you can't. Calvin all, Johnson this, had this three all-pros. That knows football rosters. A.B. First had all, they four had Nate Burleson, who's a dog. On the other side, they could have threw the ball to one. Okay. Two. And, gold, and two, Golden they always, Tate. Huh? They had Golden Tate. That was at the end. That was at the end. No, not at the end. Don't, don't unplug. Go- don't unplug. <laughs> they had Golden Tate for like four years. Avery was a you dog. Want me to, I, can I, I'm going to see if I can phone a friend and get his opinion. I'm doing this right now. I, no. We need more opinions. We don't need no opinion from them. <laughs> we don't. Matthew Stafford not a good quarterback. No, next week. Next week. No, you don't open Cam Warren's. Okay. You, you want this? You got it. Next week, debate with Jake. Let's go, Avery. You uh, got a week to de- prepare. I'm ranking a list of top five wide receivers. Of all as long guys. as you don't pull out a, a bias argument. No, I'm no. The bias is is I'm going to argue Calvin Johnson. You're going to argue Antonio Brown, okay. and we're going to see who has the best debate. All right, all right. OBJ, here? can we please? I gotta come now because this motherfucker thinks that Calvin Johnson is better. To, uh, Antonio Brown could have been the greatest receiver ever. He but he's been, not. Doesn't mean he is. But. He's not. Drew Brees could have been the greatest quarterback of all Johnson's time. Calvin Johnson's not, not the best receiver ever. He could have been. No. He's not even better than Randy Moss. How are you going to say Calvin Johnson could have been, but you don't use the logic for Antonio Brown could have been? I didn't say Calvin Johnson was going to be the No, the question is not <laughs> who is the best receiver. The question is. Antonio Brown could have been. And you said could have no, been. No, the not. question is who's Calvin better, AB or Megatron? Move on. We are going to be here forever, and I need to go to bed. Is OBJ <laughs> back? He's had three touchdowns in the last three weeks. I do. Nope. Is OBJ back? For who? Has, I don't think. For who is this quarterback? Matthew Stafford, right? A good quarterback who Megatron has. He was so bad. <laughs> I think. I think Odell's finally got a system that'll use him right. I, I, same. I think that Sean. I think Sean McVay put him in a good system. Sean McVay uh, seems to want him, and there's a culture around there that Odell fits well, perfectly. He got COVID, so he ain't playing this week, gentlemen. That's true, but he had three touchdowns in three straight games. So 
I think the reason why he's doing so is because Robert Woods tore his ACL. I don't think if Robert, I think if Robert Woods were still there, I think I promise you, if Robert Woods was still there, and he would probably only have one touchdown because Mm -hmm. you're gonna have to cover your your that's that offense is too too good too good of a of a thing, and I think Matthew Stafford will push the ball downfield while Baker was not was a lot more hesitant. Jacob, do you think Odell's back? Um, I don't know. I, I'm kind of, the jury's still out on Odell and just the Rams in general, just because the Rams are so up and down. Um, I think that this last week was an anomaly. I mean, you had Van Jefferson, uh, you had Cooper Cup and uh, OBJ all score a touchdown. Um, and I don't think that the ball is going to be spread around like that again. Yeah. Um, and I think that the Cardinals slipped up. I don't know whether the Cardinals are for real, but um, I don't think that when it comes down to it, Jefferson has way been way better than OBJ this year. Um, and so there has been three games where he's – the last three games he has had three touchdowns. Um, but, but I'm they've, not – They've been on the goal line, though. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it hasn't – like one was a fade, one was a slant, one was – I can't remember what the other one was. I can't either, um, but I think it was – like a little curl, like a curl or something. Yeah, like yeah. It, it wasn't like going down the field. Um, but I mean, he doesn't OBJ have to be still ha- like OBJ can still burn people yeah, if he yeah. needs to. I don't like, think he doesn't need to be a number one anymore, which is good for him because Cooper Cup's elite. Yeah, Cooper Cup's their number one, but Odell Dude. was supposed okay. to be the number one in Cleveland, but he got hurt too much, and then I don't think it ruined his confidence. But Baker just didn't throw to him anymore, so everyone just seems to forget who he was. Who he was, but, but I think that's also an been beneficial to him. Yeah. So like that's what I was getting to. Th- this dude's still a dog, yeah. and like people can forget, still burn yeah. people, but people don't double team him or whatever it is yeah. like they used to. I don't think they can against the Rams. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, too. like yeah, the Browns were a run heavy team, and you had Jarvis, who's like a slot guy, but the only deep threat was Odell. So like you would cover him, and I think that Baker Mayfield. I don't know Donovan People Jones is that dude. Yeah, but him or Robert Woods? Robert. Uh, Donovan 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 Jones or Robert Woods? Donovan People Jones going to jump up and get that thing. So let me ask you this. (laughs) I don't know about Robert Woods. If you were to start a franchise with OBJ or Robert Woods, who would you start the franchise with? OBJ, just because I know he's going to put fans in the seats. (laughs) Mm. I'm not not talking about fans. I'm talking about wins. Cam Newton puts seats... Put people in seats, right. but I don't know how much winning we're doing with them. I'll take Robert because you just said you need to cut through all emotion. Nah, I'm going Odell. Y'all forget Odell was that dog. Odell was that dude. Just saying. No, nah, I no, I could agree with you. I don't know enough about Robert Woods because, like, for me, the biggest thing has always been like. When I think about Robert Woods, I think about Cooper Cup and like they're in the same vein. Like Whereas like in like OBJ, like OBJ was like the fat like the fastest to like a th- five thousand yards. Like fa- five thousand yards or something I mean, like that. Yeah, boy MT, Michael Thomas down in New Orleans. <laughs> that real quick. But uh, yeah. uh I drafted him, he's dead to me. <laughs> he's dead to you? That's fine. He's still a bunch of loud to me. Do you think he's <laughs> gonna be good when he comes back? Duh. <laughs> but back to Russell Wilson said, throwing at him. First, first of all, that first thing that you said, I don't know much about Robert Woods. That's why you start a franchise with Odell Beckham Jr. because Odell Beckham Jr. has been 
just so good that you know about him. But Robert Woods has been average at best. But you don't know about him. But the average. But he's been very good. I think he's, he's been, been okay, very good. but he has not had numbers like Odell. No, I agree with you. But also, when it comes down to it, like I think Odell's really Od- good at Odell is also like say what you will. This is also the same Odell that fucking. Hit a field goal net and fucking married a field goal net the next day, and so it was one of Another those things where like game. he's he's like a big personality, and I'm not saying that like Odell isn't great, but like yes, the same reason why you talk about Robert Woods is argue like I understand your argument with Robert Woods, but I could also see the exact opposite argument of Robert Woods is a shut up and play kind of guy, whereas OBJ is a. Sh- be very loud and bombastic and he hasn't been that way as much with the Rams but like even entering Cleveland especially when he was with the Giants um he was that loud bombastic dude but Robert Woods has never been a number one receiver Odell's been a number one receiver twice on two teams this is y'all's debate I can't do two (laughs) debates in a week you're not gonna win but I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I could, let's. Odell. I could definitely be round two of the debate with Jake. OBJ no. versus Robert Woods. I'm not debating with you on your podcast because the last debate we had, I definitely won. But your, your dick jerkers over here gave it to you. I don't think so I. am a big fan of you. I don't know if I, I just voted that Jake, day. I I was the decider. I'm sorry. Yeah, Avery was. It was me. I think so it was Avery it, and fucking Hoosier, the guy. It was you Buddy. Here. Buddy. No, it was not Buddy. Was it Greer? Ben? Because Buddy knows no, not very against me. It was Ben. It, it was Ben? Then I no, ben, ben. ben and... Who was your other dude? Then? No, the, no, it was only... He's only... Avery has only been with... I've only recorded with Buddy, Connor. you, and Connor. Right. And, and Greer. Greer. And Greer once. But we don't know who Greer is. Um, so, Washington that. football team, are they the worst? Who is, in your opinion, the worst franchise? Like... The in Browns. The I did the worst franchise. Like to be like an employee of. Because like. Oh, definitely the Washington football team. Them or the but Jaguars. I'm saying that now because what we know. I think. Like, can you can you give the the people listening kind of a synopsis of what happened this past week? Basically, Dan Snyder putting his finger up people's booty holes. Male, female don't matter. Player, <laughs> assistant, <laughs> trainer don't matter. Your finger, his finger is going up your booty hole. And <laughs> what? Basically, the NFL tried to. <laughs> Avery's so confused. The thing is, I wasn't like I was honestly believing it for a second <laughs> because basically the NFL tried to like investigate the Redskins with a football team sexual. Ooh. You're canceled now. Ah, Anything you say will be used against you. With sexual misconduct in the workplace from an ex. Employee that went to the league and said something, and Dan Snyder blocked it, mm-hmm. and they got their facility. I, I do want to say this. I do want to say this, and I'm kind of with John Gruden. I don't agree with what he did, but he's suing the NFL because like he's the only one who got only outed. his shit got out. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm like this. Like, I know that there's a bunch of other stuff because that's one player that's in that organization. It has to be. Definitely there has someone to be more in stuff Washington going on. or some because other Because if he was comfortable... Yeah, who's he sending saying, all these emails yeah, to? If he was who's comfortable the sender saying that to high uh, executives and high officials of the Washington football team, uh, uh, Redskins at the time... He was probably sending team. it to Dan Snyder because his brother was the head coach. Do you want to know something? Mm-hmm. I, Sorry. This is, this is my conspiracy theory. I promise you. 
there's only two ways this is going down. One, John Gruden is going to have his documents leak because he's going to go back and get all his records. If they don't listen. If, oh, yeah. if, if, if he goes to the NFL and he goes... Oh, you, 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 you know he got people on it yeah, right now he, he, going through emails. Yeah, he... He, go, get, yeah, go he, gets, he gets fired. I guarantee you John Gruden's going to go to the NFL, and he's going to give him two options. One, you you pay me a lot of money, and we'll settle out of court, mm-hmm. and, and, and we'll call it even. NDA, we burn these to the ground, or fight me in court, and I will burn organizations to the ground. Because you know— yeah, John is petty, too. Because John Gruden was the type of person who is like, I'll burn— Put a gun to my head. You better hope I don't have bullets myself. Like, I feel like John Gruden's information is going to get leaked anyway because yeah. all he needs to do is leak one document saying that Dan Snyder was like, oh, hell yeah, F those blanks. And it's like <laughs> it's over because the NFL is going to have to do one of those like, oh, like we didn't investigate this properly. We're going to like fire him now. And it's like, oh, like because yeah. the, the trust Save the fan face. base has in the, in the NFL – I'm saying is pretty low right now. Well, and I think they're still going to get paid. They're still going to move on. But, like, especially with, like, the, the the wave of backlash that they could receive of just being like, oh, we're going to fire Gruden as the scapegoat. You better hope the scapegoat doesn't have documents with him. Because mm-hmm. if he starts release, releasing stuff, because, you know, Dan Snyder's petty enough that he starts releasing his own documents and it might just be a wave of, like, everybody releasing documents well, on shoot, everyone else. The- he won't do that, but... I tell you one thing: if it comes down to a force, of the of the other thirty one owners have to like come to a vote, they're gonna vote yes. One because everybody knows who runs the owners, Jerry Jones. I don't think Jerry Jones and Dan Snyder are cool like that. The Rooneys too, huh? The Rooneys too. I don't know. David Tepper now the richest owner. That man's got yeah. some clout now. Man's worth the more Rooney's, than all the Rooneys. Yes, but like the Rooneys don't be doing nothing. That's the thing. Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft, like yeah. Oh, Dead of boys, like, like they're the they're the mean girls. Rob, you know who else is a mean girl? The mean girls. Who? The person who owns the Seahawks. I think that person's a mean person. That's just my opinion. <laughs> you don't know that. that was so random. Stop saying random shit, Connor. Um, like I was saying, Seahawks owners next. Um, like I was saying, I just think Dan Dan Snyder should just fire like sell his head. I heard this Jeff Bezos. Gave like an eight billion dollar offer to who to own to the Dan football Arnold, team to own the Washington football team. Be the Amazon field. <laughs> that would be lit. There wouldn't be poop water coming out I, of it I for sure. The There's, all right, we're, we're talking about poop water. Their stadium has terrible plumbing. They find scissors on the ground multiple times. Their benches are not heated to the point the Cowboys had to send their own benches to Washington to get the seat. Heated for their players. Mm-hmm. Their fans have been treated up. terribly. Hands in your it is a god awful <laughs> franchise for Yo, the fans. I've seen this motherfucker stand in a game with that the whole time. At Garinger. Mm-hmm. I, I did it too. It, bro, it was one of the coldest times I've ever. With no, with a short sleeve shirt on. Yeah, and I was on bare, the bench. Like, yeah. Straight chilling on the bench. You know the line. You know the one time I got in the game, I versed somebody with that goddamn ankle monitor. You know how crazy it is to go up and you don't know whether you're gonna get stabbed. You guys want to hear a funny story? The guy pulls out a gun. Back up! Back up! Yeah, yeah. throw the ball. He was, he was a nose guard too, and that was a big and boy. 
With Remember that r- really big dude for Garinger who like ankle. is like seventy seven, yeah. who can't move, but he's just a big dude. Yeah. Hey, that was, he well, same guy. I hope same he, same I hope, nose guard. Hope he listens to this. God, what, what would, he's gonna listen to this and come yeah, after you? Come back and get your ass. <laughs> what the fuck would you say about me and my ankle monitor? Bro? Still has one on. <laughs> he said he was a big guy. How did he get it on his ankle? How did he get it off? It's still there. I still don't know how people put on socks. <laughs> Do they slide it underneath? You shimmy him under. You know what? You know what you should you said, do. You so said hard. you were gonna do a, a story. Oh, uh, it's not really. It doesn't really correlate. Basically, long story short, Dance Niners is a sales team. They support all this stuff. NFL just give John Gruden his money because Before you they, there's a fire. Yourself. But now the NFL, you control the fire. And you, you, your boy John Gruden. I think he's. I think he'll throw gas on it. Yeah, I think he's ready to throw like jet fuel, jet fuel on that bitch. Like he's not. He, like he. I think he. And like people don't understand, the NFL didn't fire John Gruden. Mark Davis did. He had to. Yeah, yeah but Mark Mark Davis is being investigated by the IRS. That man does not need any more problems for his haircut. Facts. Yeah. Because we were we were going to talk about. I was going to talk about this. Uh, Steph Curry broke records. Yes. You know who else broke records? Adam one time. Adam had like five offside penalties one time. Damn, I was a bitch, and I was better than you ever was. He was, he was Adam hungry. Adam swears that he was good. Adam one time. Well, we can go outside well, right now and I'll do my show. Okay, first of all. I'm Oklahoma, Joe. But real talk, Dude, when Oklahoma I was a senior was no, and he was – I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going outside. Um, one time – Adam, like, so you also got to remember, when I was a senior, Adam was a freshman. Mm-hmm. And we played both at East Mech. He was on JV as a freshman. I was on varsity. And we he would always call me out in one-on-ones because he was a defensive lineman. I was an offensive lineman. He would always <laughs> call me out all the time. And then two times out of probably the 100 times we versed. He probably went against nine times. I beat him out three times. Now, three out of nine. No, it was definitely two times. Three it was only nine. two times. Okay, this is two out, of, two out of nine. Twenty-seven percent. As a freshman, why am I being a senior? Luck. I mean, a clock strikes. I right also twice a day. am. I also was at center at the time, and you're sorry, a defensive Adam. end. So we're literally comparing apples to oranges right now. Yeah, you got like a lateral edge. He's got like a uh, edge, you know. <laughs> Edge. All right, so Seth Curry breaking the record last night. Um, I think that it was crazy. Um, I think that it was actually a really nice moment. Um, I Seth Curry said it, but he broke it at the Garden, mm-hmm. um, Madison Square Garden. Um, and so I didn't expect the Nick fans who are usually ruthless to, like, give him time to actually kind of, like, embrace the moment. Like, literally the game stopped entirely. He went and gave the ball to his dad, Dell. Shout out to Dell for bringing three women three last night. Three ladies. Oh, nobody say. Dale Curry. He was Hornets the legend, baby. Last. He was the Hornets biggest legend. highlight, uh, biggest storyline last night because the fact that Sonya was over there looking lonely and Dale had the biddies over there with him. The hey, biddies. Shoot or shoot. Hey, <laughs> I need I need him to come to the Hornets. Steph and be pulled like, up for three. Dale pulled up with three. That's hey, I, I, I gotta give that you that was, that was, that was, that was a good one. Captured that. Don't get that credit to me. But yeah, I was like, dang, this man. Came I don't up know with that on the spot. I don't know Bars. though. Like I think that like I'm sorry, Steph, but I think no, like yeah, like let's nah. let you know, like bro. 
Do you know who I am? I'm Bell Curry. Like, like <laughs> my greatest. balls has produced two of the greatest shooters of all time. Like, yeah, except when the when the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You know who I want taking the shot? Iguodala. That's <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite quotes. <laughs> Max Kellerman, what drugs are you on? Bing bong. Bing bong. No, I, I think that it's great. I mean, it's one of those things where I'm a big fan of Ray Allen, and I think that him breaking the record is just goes to show that, like, Steph Curry, I think, in a pure shooter, probably one of the – I mean, you could probably argue the greatest. I'm just saying just for shooters, just like a three-point specialist. I'm not saying greatest of all time. I'm not saying score. I'm greatest saying shooter. I, I, for, like, a three-point specialist. Probably him and maybe James Harden. No, I'm going that Steph is the greatest shooter of all time. <laughs> yeah, he was the greatest. No, they were saying <laughs> there was eight years ago. Some guy said Steph will never come close to Ray Allen's record. Only Jimmer Fredette has a shot. What an idiot! Where's Jimmy? Who? Mark Shanghai. Shanghai. Mark Davis, 2013, said Clay Thompson and the uh, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry are the best duo that will ever play the game. And you know what? I think he might be right. He Speaking might be of right. Washington football teams, they have 18 players on the COVID list. Yikes. Do you think that we're going to see, What's like. What's the COVID list, by the way? I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, why is it being, like, was it extended? Because, like, there's, like, eight teams that, like, put, like, plus 10 players no, on th- the list. I think like, it's, like, IR. You can put as many people on it as you need. But my thing is, why? Okay. Like, the first, like, 14 seasons. Every, uh, 14 weeks, everything was okay. Did the NFL like extend guidelines or league lines? I, or is Omnicron? I think what's going on Omicron. is as teams slowly had less and less COVID problems, I think that most teams started to ease restrictions. And then all of a sudden, boom, it's everything's back up again. But you were saying something before we all screamed about the COVID? Oh, good for Steph. Um, I. I've said this on the podcast many times, but I think one Steph is a small step away from making my top ten list if he's not already on it. Um, Breaking th- the record's big. I think that that's big. Um, I think shout out to Ray Allen. Um, shout out for Ray Allen for being a consummate professional. Mm-hmm. Um, the same way in re- which Reggie Miller was there for Ray Allen when he broke the record. The the idea, and I don't know whether Reg or Ray Allen was there for like the last like two games or whatever when, like, it was a possibility that he might have done it. Um, but the fact that he, like, was actually, like, there and embraced Steph and, like, congratulated him and stuff like that, I think, like, as topical as that sounds now, like, I think that that's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever somebody who owns the record is there for whoever breaks the record. Yeah. I think that that's just a huge deal in Congra- my mind. Congratulations. Um, yeah, I think that's just like a big sign of professionalism. I love like, Ray Allen. If Ray Allen didn't do that, more than likely you wouldn't have noticed it. Mm-hmm. You would have been like, oh, like Ray Allen probably had something to do. Yeah, record Probably shining his head or something like that. <laughs> um, Ray Allen, like, he still play. That boy like he hey, looked Rayon like he looked like good. he was twelve. He was hey. a, he was a glitch on two K. Back 12. out to Allen, dude. Bang. Ray Ray Allen had the the like the quickest. narrowest shot I've ever seen. Like it looked it like just, every time it was barely gonna scrape over yeah. the rim, and then it would just his was like it would go in horizontal. I don't know why, but shout out to the ball for swishing in. Um, last shot. I don't know why, but like 
the fact that his was a swish on the breaking the record was Perfect. so satisfying and to in, me and yesterday. In face. Huh? And it was in someone's face. Yeah. How come everybody breaking records in the garden but Nick's players? <laughs> they only breaking records for Now, let me ask you this. Now, I know that we could be years away, but if you had to pinpoint one person, in the current NBA, to even sniff no, Steph's, yeah, no. you no, you don't like, think so? Just because how like, many more years do you think Steph got? Because Steph, Steph still has, like at that level he's playing now, probably three, and like but I'd say like five, five years. Old. I was gonna go like five? I would, mate. He plays what is he? Thirty three. He's thirty three. No, I'm talking about no. I'm not talking about like how long he's gonna play. I'm talking about at the level he's playing oh, right no. now. Oh, no. Okay. I, I can see what you're saying. I, I would say retirement. Three. I was like, Steph no, no. retiring in three years. I'm talking about like the level he's playing right now. I think he has that three. He might play for another seven years because like with like technology and stuff. I mean, what else? And for play? shooters, you don't have to be like super. You're not in the paint or anything like that. But he runs a lot. Oh yeah, good point. He runs a whole lot. And he does have, but glass he samples. could, but he could transition to kind of what Ray up. Allen did of just like spot yeah, up. being more spot up. Play with LeBron in twenty forty five. Yeah, LeBron, Bronny. Tom, Tom Brady still winning Super Bowls. Mm. I think I believe it. Yeah, in I think forty five. Being sarcastic. I think it'll be. <laughs> I think it, I think it'll be sooner than later that we'll see the breaking of the record. Just because I think the NBA is fully trans, trans, just transitioning to a three-point league. I mean, like I, I thought think he was what, about to say transgender. By the way, no, I think what took Ray Allen so long and then Steph so long is you needed someone who fully embraces the three-point line, and I think that we're going to see more and more and more people who who now look up to Steph because his generation of kids is finally starting to get to college. Because Steph's been around. I mean, the, the my little cousin loves Steph Curry. 2009. And right? he's now in, like, the ninth grade. So, like... But you really didn't know Steph until, yeah. like, 2014. When he, like, when he knocked off the OKC. It was like, well, Steph, take away OKC. And he does it. It's like, all right, this is the name. And then he went on his tear. So, I think that as you see kids who look up to him more, you'll see more and more of those players. Real, real North Carolinians knew about Steph when he was at Davidson. Yeah. He was a Wildcat. But real, he didn't get dunked on real, by Charlotte. Real player. new... Uh, Real Charlotte players knew about him at a uh, Charlotte Catholic. Yep, Christian Catholic. Is Charlotte Catholic? Is Charlotte Christian or Charlotte Catholic? Apparently, no. Joe Curry got Dan- mad at him at his championship game because Steph. There was like a game-winning like shot that needed. They didn't give it to him, and like Steph passed it to his teammate, and the teammate like missed, and like Dale like apparently was like yelling at him at home. <laughs> That's why you ain't got three girls, Steph? <laughs> yeah, for real. So talking. So talking about sports, um, oh, <laughs> I we're talking about real estate. <laughs> Bing bong. Bing bong. Um, so we do have to talk about Travis Hunter um, transitioning a little bit to uh, college. Um, he right now is the number two prospect right now. Um, and he, he was just, number one. He's number one. I saw on ESPN is number, number two. two. Okay. Um, so. More credible than me and Avery? Yeah, for real. Like, me and that guy are homies. Source. Trust me, bro. Me Just and Travis us. Hunter was training trick chicks <laughs> the other day. Together. Forever. We to, to be high five in the middle of it. To be athletes. Top ranked cornerback, Travis Hunter. ESPN's number two player. Over- oh, he's the number one corner, but the number two player. T- number two overall player, oh. yes. 
So he decommitted Clip from eight. Florida State, um, and he is going to prime time Jackson State. Wow. I actually think, and this is something that I wanted to talk about, um, are we going to see the rise of HBCUs? Like, I think we've already kind of seen it to a certain extent. Um, I know, especially in basketball, we haven't seen it nearly as much in football. But, like, will this mark the rise of this might, yeah. Jackson State? Like, do you think that ever Jackson State with primetime will ever, like, possibly make a run in the top the, 20, the, the real top 25? The, the only reason why this is even being considered is because primetime's there. And I think that eventually they lost one game last year though. that's that's great i think that the question i have is will prime time stay prime time's not because if you think watching too much sports prime time wants to be there he like prime time goes to jackson state because he wants hbcus to be great why well, wants hbcu players to get drafted but also like, i think prime time like has full reign like, yeah he has full reign for, like if he goes to Florida State, he's still gonna have a dean and like an AD and stuff on his back. Like primetime, I'm my man primetime came into an auditorium with a full ass marching band and was just like he just he, stunned on him. Like he went to Jackson State simply because he's putting trying to put people on the map and like put HBCs on the map. That's simply what that is. Like he's like, not gonna leave. Well, good for him. I, I think that's my one question is I didn't know as much about his 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 motivations for it. But I'm wondering, like, will there be a moment where, like, he gets a called up to the NFL? Like, give him a chance. Nah. I don't, oh, Dion no. doesn't want to coach the NFL. I, yeah, I don't think he wants to He still coach does the NFL much. network. And now you have coaches that have been in the NFL. Hugh Jackson, I mean, that's not a uh, – Hey, he was a good coordinator. But he's, he's – He was for Cincinnati when they were one of the – What happened? I don't even know We're what We're talking you about said. Hugh Jackson. He got quiet. Hugh Jackson went with the Grambling State, which is HBCU. Hugh Jackson told me that I suck at fantasy football. I hate that man. When? Yeah. My he, friends bought he a, a cameo. <laughs> just. <laughs> bought like a cameo. And he's just like, wow, Connor, and you're like, you came in like last. Like, you suck. And he's like, I don't. I, it's just like, whatever. And he's bitch, like, you can't. I'll be like, bitch, you came in last every time. Such a last. You literally have, are one of two teams to go. Ofer, like you can't be talking to me right now. It's like, God. but as, like, do you think that it they could co- go into the top twenty-five in the nation? No, that's the thing because like all these HBCU teams, none of them are in like Division One A or they're they're not Division One. They're like Division One A and stuff like that. Like they're like right under Division One. They're never gonna play Alabama. They can. They're never going to like be able to compete in for a national championship. But do you think that they could have like exhibition games with yes, like big name I teams? Think, and I don't think they could do that. I don't think they're going to win because but it'll like help raise popularity. The, yeah, they're going to maybe raise popularity, but like at the end of the day, Jackson State their recruiting their recruiting budget is probably like maybe three million. I bet you Alabama's recruiting like I don't even need to recruit. This yeah, but I'm thinking is like, I'm thinking like. They go against, like, Tennessee. And I know, like, Tennessee is not, like, it is an SEC team, but, like, they're not the cream of the crop of SEC. They're still Division so, yeah. Pat, you Pat, yeah. What I was going to say to this, and I think Adam hit the nail on the mm-hmm. head, the thing that faces HBCUs more than anything is budget. Like, okay, when you run into this, 
Think about every big name football team you have. It's not just the fact that they're well known, like they're a big school. It's the fact that they have millions upon millions of dollars to pour into athletics that makes them a good team. Like, even if you have, say, Alabama's talent, but you have dog squat training facilities and yeah. dog squat trainers and dog squat, like, stadiums and stuff you're not going to have a good team. And so that's the thing that's going to be a struggle for some of these places, as it would be for any small college to overcome. But I think that it will be interesting if some of these places can get places like Alabama or Tennessee Mm. to pay them to beat them up. And that's what it's going to take. Because I don't know if y'all know this, but smaller schools will actually get paid. I think Charlotte got paid like – uh, yeah. $250,000 no, so or something It was like that. a yeah, large it, amount of money when we played against Clemson so, two years yeah, ago. It'll basically, if you'll travel to Clemson to be their whipping boy, sometimes like, get for them a in smaller the, school, yeah. like for instance, my brother was at Western Carolina, and Western Carolina got paid to go to Alabama, and sometimes that can be almost their entire budget I bet for that a was year. a clue, yeah. And I think that someone else said that, I was watching videos, like the difference between – he was like the difference between D two and D one was like, he was like maybe he was like maybe the teams like we would fight. It's like we would fight in there for like you know the first quarter, maybe even the first half. But after they start rotating in talent, like yes, like you can bring in all the talent you want at football, but there's just so much talent and like yeah, I think like people are like that's awesome that HBCUs need to get more recognition. But Nick Saban starts recruiting. The best of the best of the best goes to Alabama, goes to Georgia. Unless you can dethrone that, there's no way. Yeah, I think it's going to be a thing of eventually, but I don't think it's going to even be within the next 10 years. No, personally. that's what like, – no, I agree. It's just one of those things where uh, the question wasn't, is are they going to do it this year? The question is, could we see a future where HBCUs start to get the training facilities that you yep. talked about. Yes. Start yes. to get yep. the the thing like start to get on par with which, everything else. Which I think the thing comes with that too of I think what you will see first, and this will be the very telltale sign of it, is when are you gonna see HBCUs grow at the same levels of state run colleges? I don't like think- when you see an HBCU as big as an Alabama or a Clemson, you will see a sports program follow it that is that same way. But I you have to see the education side of it follow before you see that sports side. Could you – I don't know if you have enough HBCUs. They have the name for a reason, and, and you know, that's usually – sounds weird, but, like, you know, only it's – it's an honor black college. So, like, unless, like, you got all the races of the world trying to go to college, it would be very difficult for you to get – an HBCU to that size unless you have a huge intake of people. Well, first of all, I like, think that NC State, like, not NC State, I'm sorry, yeah. North Carolina A&T, they're, like, up there with NC State and, like, for, like, admissions and, like, they're not taking, like, 2.5. Like, you got to have, like, a GPA. Like, yeah, they are. Like, my. Yeah, it's, it's, it's they're very selective. Yes. It's my very high, difficult. My high, my high school girlfriend had. I think my girlfriend, she graduated like 4.2, and she didn't get in the NT. Yeah, like, it, they're like, very yeah. they're so, very selective colleges, so for them to grow, you would have to start taking in, like, a massive amount of people. Yeah. And that kind of goes against, not. like, yeah. somewhat of it, like, being a prestigious... It's yeah. like if Yale was just like, we need to grow. Yeah. Anybody's in. It's yeah. like... 
you're clashing with culture. I mean, I even think, you know, for everyone that knows, we're right here near Charlotte and most of us are 49ers. Like, you would, you can say some of the same struggle is for Charlotte to even make it to D1 to be able to compete with some of these things. And they have 36,000 students. Like, yeah, we're like the second in the state in terms of size. Yes, it's and a we're tough still thing. getting like most of us white girls. You all don't use Charlotte. Are you white girls? Are we complaining? <laughs> are we complaining about this? The snow bunnies. Um, so we are going to end with lock of the week. Um, so in case anybody is wondering, things are wild at the top. Your boy has tied Mr. Peck and now it is tied at how many how many do I have now? It's like eight eight, I think, or it's seven eight, seven. It's eight to eight. It's okay. I, I think so, but each night. one of us are eight seven. Hey dude, I can, Bro, pull, out, like I can pull out ten wins in three weeks. Yeah. Say it ain't so what happens if we tie? Then we could keep on going in the playoffs. Play jerk off whoever jerks off last. That's what I'm saying. If we tie, yeah. what happens? In in the playoffs? Yeah. Then we could do like NBA or something like that. I don't know. All right. So. I'm really mad that the 49ers couldn't kick 3.5. Avery, what would you like to do, my good man? Here's where we start to get into the nitty gritty because we've gone to week 15. This week 15 now. And so we've already used 14 teams. Wait, who was yours? Who was your lock of the week, Connor? San Francisco 3.5 over the uh, Bengals. They won by three, I believe. Wait. I wrote Seattle. Yeah, you, you definitely Seattle. chose Seattle. Oh. It was Seattle. Seattle eight and a half Texans. Well, what do they have? They you won. said they lost. And so. No, no. The Seahawks won by 20. Oh. So, Woo! <laughs> so I forgot I changed. you got to be shitting me. Woo! Stop the You've count. You've got to be up. shitting me. <laughs> like a white girl. I Thrilled. cannot I have said deal with this podcast. Ooh, good branding right there. All right, so does that mean I go first since I yes. lost? Okay, well, here we go. We're going to put Adam down here too. She, I think I'm like old one with y'all. All right. All right. Right, Has Avery picked Buffalo yet? I'm thinking who I fucking want to pick. Jacob Miller. What you going to do about it, bro? He used, he used to do that shit all the time when we first started this. He used to get mad. Say Jacob Miller. No. He would just pick whoever he wanted to pick. So he would choose the Saints like eight oh. times. <laughs> Have I chose the Browns yet? Oh, I can't go. Wait. I, I'm taking the Bills. Ten and a half over Carolina. Damn. Yeah, we're nah. Gonna, I don't know about that one. We're gonna. It's one of the not. only teams I can pick. Oh. And what do Lions. I have to lose? I got the Lions beating the Cardinals by thirty-one. Thirty-one zero. Really? Okay. No, 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 oh. no, no. Don't so down. wait. So Jacob lost. It'd be Jacob. Then you. No, I won. Oh, you both won. So okay. Yeah. Who, go, who goes so, first? I'm still nine. Who goes? Who goes next? I'm gonna hate you. Um, I'm going next. Um, can I pick the Packers? Nope. You picked them against the Steelers. (sighs) Joe Hayden was an offsides by the the way. Uh, can I pick... 
just want to smack your chest. Yeah. Can I pick the Cowboys? Just say yes, please. Just say, just say yes. No. Can I pick the Patriots? Um, looks like you can. Yeah. I'm not the most confident on this, but I'm going the Patriots plus two and a half over the Colts. Actually, I think that's going to be a really good game. I think it is too, actually. Yeah. Have I chose the Browns? Yeah. Have I chose the Raiders? Wait. Have I chose the Browns? You said yeah? I'm pretty sure I saw you said that you picked the Browns. So well, I got to make sure. Yeah. Um, Avery. Yeah, you picked the Browns. Avery's corrupt, and so he chose the Rams twice. I and, didn't mean to. And so one of his three wins was the Rams. And so we're close to taking it away. What, what's your <laughs> what, what was your other team? Have I chose Cincinnati? I think that was a team I was going to choose last time. You chose them a week, too. Okay. Have I chose... Mm, have I chose the Saints? Oh. little Saint love. Okay. The Saints are the greatest team in the NFL. Covering the 11-point spread against the Bucks. The Saints have Tom Brady's number. You have not picked the Saints. That actually might be a good matchup. I... Have I chose... Ooh, Tennessee with two. No, nah, they don't have. Don't bet against Steelers. Learn that the hard way. That's right. You have chose the Titans. Mm. Dude, wins. I say just roll with the Saints. Yeah, this man just called the Saints. I'll no. go with the Saints. I'll keep the faith. What's the what's the cover? Uh, cover the eleven points plus eleven against the Bucks. That's a good one. And Hold Adam. The door. Hold yep. The Do you have door. one? Hold the door. Hold the door. Hold the door. <laughs> What's happening? It's a Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones thing. Uh, I'm going to pick. Uh, I'm gonna pick uh, you don't have your mic up to you. I'm going to pick the Ray. I'm going to pick the Rams. No, I'm going to pick. No, I'm going to pick the. Please say I'm going to pick one more time. I'm going to pick. Hold on. I'm in the wrong week. No, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm gonna pick the Browns beating the Raiders. Yeah, that's just outright. Yeah. It's two point five. Sorry, one point five. All right, boys. Yep, I think this is a good one. So guys, we would. greatly appreciate you listening. Um we will see you guys next week. Hopefully. We will see you guys next week for yours truly, a debate with Jake. Yeah. You go into the strip club and the stripper's pregnant. Don't get a lap dance from her. Okay. All right. So we will see you guys next week. Y'all have a good rest of your week.